And so what did you take away from the clinic? What did you learn there that you perhaps didn't know before? Or was there something specific to your own stroke that you found out you had to work on? Um, I guess it was something straight away after going to the clinic that I knew um, just, he just changed my whole, whole way that I, you know, entered the water through to pushing the water out. Just my whole catch was completely different once I left that clinic. Welcome to the Effortless Swimming Podcast, the show that helps swimmers and triathletes love the water, become a better swimmer and live a better life. Here's your host, Brenton Ford. Welcome to the Effortless Swimming Podcast. My guest today is Amy Ryan, and Amy recently uh, did the Cairns Ironman and had a pretty big PB. So I went from 118 swim time down to a 109. So I wanted to get you on the podcast to chat about what it is you did to make such a big jump in your your speed in your swim time. So welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Brendan. <laughs> so you've done two Ironmans prior to Cairns, and uh, Cairns was in in June. What what sort of uh, inspired you to um, work on your swimming? Because you came to a clinic of ours in March and um, you mentioned that it had a, a good impact on your swimming. Uh, that's correct. So I decided to do the uh, Ironman Cairns. Um, and I know Cairns is sort of notorious for being pretty crappy weather, pretty rough swim. Um, and I'm not a confident swimmer in the open water. Um, and I've always sort of, you know, struggled to, to get into the water and I sort of only really enjoy nine men once my hand touches the, the ground after the water. So I always sort of had that in the back of my mind and seen the, the podcast and seen the, the Instagram posts and thought, I really need to get myself along to one of these clinics so I can get that confidence in the water in case the weather does turn in Cairns, which it did. So I'm quite glad that I did go along to a big clinic. <laughs> how, with the race, how far along was it? That, the, that you're in the race where the, the wind started to turn and the, the swim started to get a little bit choppier? Uh, the day before <laughs> when we are checking our bikes in and we could see out and it was really, really rough and I'm thinking, oh, God, tomorrow's going to be really bad and woke up and it wasn't as bad as the day before. Um, but, yeah, it, we knew that going into the straight away it was going to be pretty rough in that swim. <laughs> and so what did you take away from the clinic? What did you learned there that you perhaps didn't know before or was there something specific to your own stroke that you found out you had to work on? Um, I guess it was something straight away after going to the clinic that I knew um, just he just changed my whole whole way that I you know entered the water through to pushing the water out just my whole catch was completely different once I left that clinic and then I was able to watch the videos back and just see how different it was from the start of the clinic to the end of the clinic, how much he just um, yeah, changed the stroke. And then I was able to work on that, work on that and uh, slowly progress and get a bit faster and faster. <laughs> how did you feel after initially making those changes? Did you see an instant result or was it something that actually sent you backwards? What, how did it how <laughs> go the, the next few weeks? Afterwards? To be honest, it, it was definitely the second. Um, I got a bit frustrated, got a bit, bit confused, but I just remember um, Mitch saying, you know, it takes patience, you know, you got to be, be careful with it, like, to you know, do the drills. And, you know, after a few months, you'll start to see an improvement. Um, and it wasn't till probably a month before Cairns, after I started, you know, really doing those endurance swims and, and just really working on my technique where I just started to see the massive improvement. So it was probably two or three months after the clinic, and then just something switched. And it was just like, yep, I'm, I'm 
I'm improving. <laughs> ah, that's awesome. I'm glad you stuck with it. I mean, at, when we first started running these clinics about six years ago, we didn't tell people what to expect. And so I think people would give up fairly quickly when they got frustrated, but it's, it's a given that you're going to get frustrated when you're changing a movement that you might have. Done I was for definitely quite a while. frustrated. Yep. <laughs> but, and just but in I time, yeah, a month before cans, yep. I'm glad it uh, <laughs> fell into place. And so, what did you do to make those changes more permanent? Did you end up doing drills as part of your warm up? Was it just something that you thought about when yes. you were swimming? So, I, I, I'm coached by Trivello Coaching as well. So, I, I've got a pretty structured sort of training plan, um, you know, which was a six-month training plan into Ironman Cairns. So in a, with a mixture of what I was doing with Trivello and then a mixture of the drills, um, I was able to sort of do the drills for maybe the first kilometre and really sort of slow down my stroke and really remember what um, Mitch was saying and how to, how to, you know, really get that catch and just slow that whole process down. And then for probably, the, you know, the next the you know, half of the swim, then I was able to, you know, do the drill, uh, do the, the main set that I was um, given by Trivella coaching. <laughs> yeah, that's great. I mean, we've had probably, I don't know, maybe dozens um, Trivella athletes come through the clinics, which is great. And we've got uh, a couple of other clubs and squads that send our swimmers to us fairly regularly. And the good thing is a lot of them will actually program in, like you know, do some of the effortless swimming drills as part of your warm up, or they'll set it, you know, put something in the, the warm up, which is which is great because you know we don't you don't want to have to add in much more of what you're doing, but if you can fit it into yeah. a session like you're doing, uh, then you've actually got time for hopefully some life outside of work and triathlon. <laughs> that's that's it. Yeah, work life balance. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. And leading into the clinic, did you did you expect that you'd be able to take? nine minutes off your Ironman swim time? Like what were your expectations? Um, I would have loved to. I reckon that was my dream outcome. Um, I just, I, I knew, I've always been sort of around the two-minute swimmer. Um, I've been doing uh, triathlons for maybe eight or nine years now and never really sort of advanced in the swimming. I've always felt more stronger in the swimming and I can get out of the water fresher, but never really, you know, got faster or faster. And then so it was always sort of in the back of my mind that I'd really love to improve on that leg. And if I could knock, you know, five or six minutes off the time, that would be like my dream outcome. Um, but just getting that confidence in the water was really one of my, my focuses as well. Um, and, yeah, just I was blown away by the improvement that I was able to get in about four-month pr- process. <laughs> Where'd the confidence increase in confidence come from was it the fact that you that it started to click or was it that you felt like had a bit of knowledge behind you that you could use when you're swimming where did it increase in confidence come from um I guess both really like um knowing that I was going to get out of the water a little bit quicker but also just um not uh like rushing through the stroke and being able to just sort of you know concentrate on my arm getting in there and just moving through the water I think gave me the confidence knowing that um yeah that that I was going to yeah sort of I don't know so before did you feel like you were like the analogy I use is it's like on a treadmill that you just can't get off and that often you find your heart rates up and there's no point where you're actually relaxed and balanced but when you do take your time with the the reach and the catch, then you just feel like you've got almost a point of rest on each side. It was, was there some of that in there? It just sounds like it's yeah. Bit, yeah. What you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just, um, yeah, you know, stretching out and reaching and knowing that I was, you know, actually making 
progress in the water and not just sort of, you know, swimming on the spot. Yeah, the treadmill analogy is a great one there. (laughs) And how did you... How did you know you were making the changes in your stroke? Did you have someone film you at the pool? Did you just have a look at what you were doing or was it just more by, by feel? Um, so with the tri-velo coaching, we do a fitness test every six weeks. Um, so back in November when I started with them, uh, it was a 1,500-metre swim and I was exactly 30 minutes. Um, and then towards the uh closer to Cairns it was a 1900 swim and then I got that down to like 33 minutes so it was a it was a big (laughs) improvement and I could see yeah you know with those those testings every six weeks um I could see really see the difference that I was making oh that's fantastic and uh and in the race did you did you change your or do you feel like you sort of changed your stroke at all in the open water and with the choppier conditions did those changes that you made in the pool transfer across the open water or what was that balance like because sometimes it it can be challenging to keep those changes in the open water sometimes it it definitely was and uh a strategy i had was to get on the feet and to you know swim on someone's feet and there was none of that in cairns like it was just so (laughs) choppy as soon as you got near someone you were just pushed off so it was just a solo swim and um and yeah, and the whole time I was just thinking, right, high, high elbow catch, you know, long stroke, that power V. And I was just had that in my head the whole time. And then you're focusing on the boys and just getting around. And yeah, I didn't really know till I was sitting there in T1. I forgot to press my <laughs> um, watch and I looked down and then I was like an hour 10 and I was sitting in T1 and I was like, oh. I'd swim all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. And um, how did you go for the rest of the race? Did it set you up uh, well for the rest of the race and uh, did you manage to sort of save a bit of energy on the on the swim? Uh, well, <laughs> it was quite a windy day, so jury's out, but I would say so, yeah. Just sitting in T1 and going, oh, I'm an hour 10, and, and that was, um, a, yeah, a big confidence going, yep, I, I've, I've swam well. You know what? It, what the now it's onto the bike and yep, yeah. So it was really, really a big confidence boost knowing that I'd swam under that hour ten mark. <laughs> yeah, that's fantastic. And it, it's going forwards. Have you got any more Ironmans planned or any more races? <laughs> uh, or did you manage to take some time off afterwards? I'm definitely in the downtime now. Um, but I do have uh, Western Sydney at the end of September. That's probably my next my next focus. Um, but I think uh, the long distance stuff. I'll, I'll uh, park for a bit, <laughs> concentrate yeah. on the 70.3s. Yep. <laughs> Fair enough. And, and going forwards, do you, where do you envision that you can get to with your swim with another, say six, 12, 18 months of practice and, um, you know, and work behind you? Um, yeah. So I remember Mitch saying like, he'll only give us three things to focus on. Otherwise it's just going to confuse us. And my, the main thing for me was my catch and getting that arm position um, all the way through. Um, but I do know my, you know, I could probably improve on my legs or whatever. So I am looking forward to doing another video, um, you know, in the next month or two um, and sending it through to you guys and getting that an, another analysis and then working on another three things. So I know that I'll be able to progress and who knows, I might be able to get, be a 140 swimmer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great. And it's, uh, yeah, there's always things to work on in swimming, which is the, the good thing. And I, I think it's a, a good approach to keep it really simple like you've done. And it's, it's great that you've been able to make such a, a big improvement. So uh, well done. And um, thanks for 
trusting that uh, trusting that you that we'd be able to um, help you in some way, and I've got no doubt that the training mm-hmm. that um, Tri Valley guys are giving you as well is um, <laughs> making you pretty fit from um, some of the yep. sessions that I've um, heard get dished out there. So uh, yeah, thank you for being on the podcast, and uh, wish you all the best for Western Sydney. You're welcome, Brendan. Thanks for listening to the Effortless Swimming Podcast. If you'd like us to help you become a faster, more efficient swimmer, go to www.effortlessswimming.com.